Hey, greetings, and welcome to the Prometheus Project Podcast. I'm your host, Richard Pist. Thank you for joining me on this exploration of creativity. So the topic for this episode is going to be fear. Now, not the horror kind of fear. That's perhaps for another episode. For this one, I'm talking about some different types of fear. The everyday fears that affect us as creators and artists. Fear is something we all deal with. There's fear of failure, fear of mistakes, fear of not meeting expectations, either our own or someone else's. There's fear of rejection, fear of change, and oddly enough, there's fear of success. We all deal with fear on some level every day. However, as artists, we can channel these fears into something better, something that works in our favor. Before I get too far along in this talk, I want to mention a great quote about fear. It's from the science fiction novel Dune, written by Frank Herbert. Even if you don't read sci-fi, I recommend this book. It's often considered mm, literary sci-fi, I guess. Herbert did an amazing job mixing religion, politics, family dynamics, and alien worlds. It's really a fantastic book. But there's this passage in it that resonated with me the first time I read it back when I was a teenager. It comes to mind whenever I face one of my fears, and it helps me to move past it. So here's the quote. I must not fear. Fear is the mind killer. Fear is the little death that brings total obliteration. I will face my fear. I will permit it to pass over me and through me. And when it has gone past, I will turn the inner eye to see its path. Where the fear has gone, there will be nothing. Only I will remain. It's so very zen in its simplicity. It's also very powerful. Fear isn't necessarily tangible. It's an emotion. It's a reaction. For the purpose of this talk, fear is insubstantial. It's something we feel when we are faced with the unknown, with a difficult decision, when we can be hurt by rejection or critique. Keep in mind, there's nothing wrong with it. It's a purely human reaction. Fear is probably the most basic and primal emotion we have, next to love. It kept us alive for millennia. But it's also a hindrance. I mean, fear of the dark, fear of spiders, fear of deep water, that's all natural. But fear of failure, fear of being ignored or misunderstood, fear of rejection, that's on us as individuals. It's something we can manage, something we can work through. Those other fears keep us alive. The fears I'm talking about are the ones that trip us up and keep us from succeeding. At some level, we all have a fear of failure. We don't want all our hard work and effort to go to waste, to be for nothing. We strive to do our best, to tell a great story, to sing a great song, to make people think and feel when they look or hear or work. But unfortunately, things don't always work out that way. We may spend days, weeks, maybe months creating something, only to have it ignored or, even worse, laughed at. The thing is, that's not due to our lack of effort or talent. Art is in the eye of the beholder. It's subjective. Uh, for example, I may look at a painting and be moved to tears, while you may look at it and shrug your shoulders. What does that mean to the artist? How do they interpret our reactions? 
Some would focus on my emotional response and be pleased, while another artist may focus on the dismissal of their work and be heartbroken. Either way, the person viewing the piece of art is going to react in some way, but that's not due to the artist or to their vision or to their talent. In my personal experience, I've learned that I can't take people's reactions as a critique of my work. Some may love it, some may hate it, or maybe it's simply ignored. That's okay. I don't create for them. I create for me. I think that fear of failure is a hang-up that we can all move beyond. I mean, what is failure? What's your definition of it? If you write a book, self-publish it, and no one buys it, is that a failure? One could argue that it is. No sales means no one was interested, meaning you failed. But did you really? You spent, what, weeks, months, maybe years writing that book. You came up with a premise. You wrote several drafts. You might have had someone else read it to give you some feedback. Then you rewrote it. You re-edited it. You proofed. You compiled. You poured your heart and soul into that story and finally got it listed at Amazon or iTunes Bookstore or Smashwords. Yet no one bought a copy. Does the lack of a sale mean you failed? All that time and effort you put into your work, it should count for something, shouldn't it? To me, the fact that you worked so hard for so long to make your vision a reality means you succeeded. Anyone who tells you otherwise can fuck off. If you work to create something and put it out there in the world, then you achieve something wonderful. You did something that millions of other people haven't done. So why fear failure? Failure, in this case, would mean you started that book and never finished it. You gave up on it. That, my friend, is closer to failure than not getting a sale. I don't want you to think I've somehow achieved a sort of artistic nirvana. <laughs> now, I still feel fear when I work on something, worrying if people will read it, like it, share it with others. Like I said a few moments ago, it's human nature. The trick is to not let it affect you. You can acknowledge the fear, but then move on. It'll be, still be there, obviously, but it won't be able to cripple you. I find that acknowledging fear, looking at it face to face, is a good way to disarm it. When it comes to creating, to building something from nothing, we can't let fear get in the way. We have to understand where it's coming from, what's causing it, and only then can we become empowered. You know, we also share a fear of being laughed at or ignored. You know, that ties in with the fear of failure. But again, it's not something we can control. As artists and creators, all we can do is, well, create. We have an idea, a vision, and we try our best to make it reality, to give it form and substance. We express ourselves. That's what we can control. What we can control is people's reactions to our work. As an example, there have been quite a few instances of an artist having their work misconstrued, but it ends up working out in their favor. Consider the director Ed Wood. If you aren't familiar with him, he's the epitome of someone who had an artistic vision and did everything they could to realize it, only to have his work ridiculed and mocked. The high point of his career was the movie Plan 9 from Outer Space. He worked so hard to get this movie made, cutting corners where he could and paying out of his own pocket to the point where he was broke. I think he knew that what he was creating 
wasn't going to be fine art, but that didn't stop him. Nothing could temper his artistic drive. He got his movie made, and it bombed. Badly. The thing is, it got this reputation as being so bad, it was good. You couldn't take it seriously, despite the fact that Wood was trying to make an actual sci-fi horror film. And over the years, Plan 9 developed a cult following. People flocked to see it in theaters. They'd laugh at it, yell comments at the screen, and generally have a great time. See, this goes to show that even though Wood looked like a failure, he actually succeeded. Just not in the way he expected to. He may have initially thought his movie was awful, but people found something in it to like, and Plan 9 has become a piece of pop culture history. Not bad for an amateur director and a group of misfit actors. This is a perfect example of how we can't let the fear of failure get into our heads and cripple us. Ed Wood battled with this, but he persevered, and in the end, he succeeded. Now, this doesn't mean that everyone who overcomes their fears will be a huge success. What I'm trying to get across here is that we can't let fear slow us down or stop us. We can't be afraid to express ourselves. We can't be afraid of what others might think of us based on our work. I'm a good example of that. I've been writing for a few decades now, and for a large chunk of that, I kept my real writing to myself. What I mean is, I've always written weird little sci-fi and horror stories, but I didn't share those. Instead, I tried to write more mainstream fiction. It was okay, but it didn't satisfy me. It wasn't who I am. But I didn't want to put all that out there, all that weirdness, into the world and have people judge me. I was afraid of people thinking less of me or that I might offend people. But I finally got over those fears. I realized that I was only hurting myself, hindering my creativity. I finally decided, the hell with it. If people are going to judge me based on my work, then so be it. Their opinions of me don't matter. It took time, but I was able to push those fears aside. Or, as described in the quote from Dune, I acknowledged my fears, and I let them pass through me. They still exist. They're still in the back of my mind. But I don't let them affect me or my creativity. Consider the fact that we all fear rejection. For many years, I didn't want to submit any of my stories for publication. No magazines, no publishers, no agents. Why? Because I was afraid of being told no, or that my story sucked, or that I wasn't good enough. For a fledgling writer, well, that's a tough obstacle to overcome. Luckily, my partner helped me with that one. She pushed me to submit my stories to some small circulation magazines, and, lo and behold, a couple of my stories were published. And once the seal had been broken, I was a changed man. In fact, I'm at the point now where I don't think about rejection. Instead, I wonder if the magazine is good enough to publish my stories. A little change in perspective made a world of difference. Fear is a mind killer. It can stifle our thoughts, our vision. It can cripple our ability to express ourselves. We can't let that happen. We have to be stronger than our fears. But also know that it isn't easy to overcome. It's not like flipping a light switch or turning a dial. Fear is ingrained into our unconscious. It's always there, hiding in the shadows of our minds. 
And it's not like it has to jump out and be loud and nasty. No, fear is more effective when it lingers in the background and sends out little tendrils of doubt. And no, it will never fully go away. There is no cure for that. However, you can overcome it, beat it into submission. You can be the master of it. First, it helps to have someone around who encourages you, who takes your creativity seriously. Having a cheerleader with you, someone who counters all that doubt and insecurity, well, that will temper the fear. But not everyone can have that kind of support right at hand. You can still find some, though. There may be a creative group in your area that you can go to, like a writing group or a painting circle. Other artists will understand and can help. If that's not an option, there are online communities that can provide the support and encouragement you need. For example, the writing community on Twitter is a fantastic support group. While my experience with social media has convinced me that it's mostly toxic, the writing community on Twitter is like this oasis in the desert. There's also a writing community on the website Reddit. Again, there's a lot of support, encouragement, and free counseling from people who have been there and done that. So don't let fear slow you or stop you from creating, from expressing yourself. Stand up to it. Be proud of your work. And don't be afraid to share it with the world. For this show closeout, I'd like you to express your fear. Use your preferred medium, writing, painting, music, photography, whatever it is you do, and transfer your fear from your head to the real world. Think of this as a free writing type exercise. Think about what it is you fear the most as an artist. Then create something based on that fear. It doesn't have to be literal. Be creative, obviously. Manifest that fear. Put it on paper. Put it into music or lyrics. Go Dali-esque and create some surreal imagery. But use that fear to your advantage. Give it a face, a voice. Know it. This is the first step in overcoming it. All right, well, that's all for this episode. Thank you for listening, and I hope you got something positive from today's topic. I'd love to hear from you. You can reach me via the contact form on my website, richardbist.com, or you can catch me on Twitter at richardbist. Also, I have a YouTube channel, Richard Bist, and I will be transferring my podcast there as well, along with uploading some other interesting little videos. At least I find them interesting. Also, if you can consider dropping some spare change in the tip jar on my website, it would go towards the hosting costs and be greatly appreciated. Now go do something creative. Talk to you next episode. Cheers. <laughs>